Hey. Hey. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Welcome to another journey through time and stuff. Yeah, this is episode number four. You know what? I don't, I don't care what anybody says. Kiss is pretty rad. I think so too. I think a lot of people uh, might be surprised that of the fourth podcast in vinyl that we choose. We chose this one, but yeah, I think uh, I like it. I like it too, man. A lot of people have a lot of bad things to say about Kiss. <laughs> They'd be nothing without their costumes. But man, for real, I like it. <laughs> it's just so raw. Everything you like, what you're hearing is really raw. Destroyers, the the fourth kiss album, kiss fourth album. Yep, came out in nineteen seventy six, and it was the their first album to reach platinum. Yep, powerful kiss, man. Yeah, this. Yeah, this brings back some memories, of course. It was actually my my pick. Me and Aaron, we we go back and forth and we pick albums. So it's only it's only fair. No, it's awesome. Yeah, it's a good way to do it. Gets ex- excited. What are you gonna pick? What mm-hmm. am I gonna pick? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I chose this one because it. Uh, I have a good story about it. <laughs> Dude, tell please. Yeah, I am. Uh, so when I was like fourteen years old or so. Um, we were moving from uh, Alaska, Kenai, Alaska, to Bellingham, Washington, and uh, we only had I had a, a Walkman, and I only had I guess I left all the CDs that I had in the back, like with all the moving s- stuff. We were taking a little right. box van, right? Yeah, I had just got my uh, learner's permit, Very so cool. like I was really excited because you know I might get the opportunity to drive in the Alcantara. Yeah, too. absolutely. So, you know, I was like. Man, it was really exciting. You know, I was scared because moving to a new place and everything, but um, I needed music. Man, I'm a music <laughs> fiend. So I I, uh, I left all the CDs in the back, and uh, when we were in, uh, we had just got through White Horse. We're in Canada, and we stopped at this gas station, me and my dad. Um, it was just us two, and um, I pick up this, like, the CD that I thought was a now CD, like that had all the top 40 okay. music or okay, whatever. Yeah, so yeah, it, it had a couple good like rock songs Shit, on it. At that time it would have been like now three. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was way back in the day. <laughs> but, um, 
it it ended up being like a Canadian version kids pop. Kids, so, kids pop. Yeah, it ended up being like this sing along. It was kids singing. You know, weird. Yeah. So, anyways, I guess my dad somehow managed to like get freaking kisses gods of thunder album or whatever <laughs> like you know so i ended up you know i was stuck with that for a day oh, and yeah. then you know and then i actually got fed this freaking kiss son this is this is what what we listen to on the road <laughs> yeah yeah i guess so man it was a good trip but you loved it i did it was good. You never heard anything like Kiss before, right? Huh? Right. Well, the only downfall was I did, you know, burn it out. You know, I burned oh. it out, and then it was like hey, I didn't listen to it for a while. But every time, you know, it plays, just like yep, everyone has that memory of on the road of having a, a, a song know. or album or right something like that. Absolutely, Tenacious D. <laughs> Dude, that's one oh of the gosh. ones for us. Anybody in our generation, Tenacious D yeah, is. Yeah, man. We. We got to get that album on vinyl, and, <laughs> and we got to appreciate damn near that whole album, dude. <laughs> yeah, right. It'll be like the day, the D day. That's awesome. Yeah, there's yeah, just man. so much good stuff. That's very cool. Yeah, Kiss has always been for me, like, uh, I don't know, that, like, <laughs> it was like it represent that kind of crazy glamour side. Yeah, yeah, and they, gimmicky, was, like fucking. Uh, it was cool, man. It was. It, they they, big they makeup, were. They big are. Shows. Yeah, man. They you know they were just s- superhuman. Right. They were big. Big old shoes. And the following, <laughs> dude. Look at the inside. This is what's crazy about this vinyl. So I got this Destroyer album, and inside of it, on the inner jacket, shouted out loud, "Kiss Army." And it says, join the KISS Army. As a member of the KISS Army, you will receive official KISS Army news, published quarterly, your own official KISS Army 1 ID card, a KISS discography information. Oh, they wouldn't give you the information. They would just give you, or they wouldn't give you the actual discography. Yeah. They would give you the information about the albums they had had out already. There you go. But yeah, biographies about Gene, Peter, Paul, and Ace. An official membership charter card. They have a sweet um, patch there. Yeah, the Kiss Army, man. That's very cool. That's cool. Hey, if you're a member of the Kiss Army. All for only $5 a year. (laughs) That's in in 1976 or whenever this album. Yeah, 1976. I don't know. This is is probably a re-release album. I doubt this is a... uh, Yeah, an original. An original print. Yeah, I don't know, man. It says 1976 on it. Well, the vinyl sounds a little worn. Yeah, you know, it does. Most it, well, the, 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 the jacket's worn. <laughs> right. It's been in here a while. Look at these glorious bastards. <laughs> Glad we got it out. Heck yeah. They were like so... I can't, I can't believe the following that went to them just about the Satan and everything so much. True. Yeah, they got a bad rap for that crap. Really? They really did. They, I don't know. 
was it I was think it it's really fueled by I don't know, man. It was just rock and roll and wearing makeup and people were afraid. <laughs> Dude, they yeah, they oh, they stuck out yeah, their the tongues. tongues. And it was the tongues. And they they fucking blood ran on their faces. Nothing well, that's kinda creepy, but nothing wrong with tongues. They man. had black leather studs and spikes and they, they were tight like clothes. The night. Their bulges showed through you their could, underwear. You could see their veins Ooh. up there. Pots, oh. and people didn't like their potty veins and their I know, veiny right? pots. They didn't. It's yeah, okay, though. What I like about them too, and this is kind of like I don't know. The producer for the Destroyer album was uh, Bob Ezrin, which he did later. He was the producer for the De- Deftones. Really? Which is you know Bob Ezrin. I guess cool. I kind of and yeah. well, and like he worked with Deep Purple and Alice Cooper. Which, yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, they were in good hands. Yeah, I don't know, man. (laughs) Yeah. Man, uh, that, the movie Detroit Rock City. (laughs) I I grew up on that movie, dude. That was a freaking awesome movie. It was. With What's His Nuts from Terminator. (laughs) The main kid. And he was like, Meta! Oh yeah, Detroit Rock City is a great song. That'll be a song we listen to tonight. What's I love so great, this album. What I loved most about that movie too is like everyone's kind of I don't know. Everyone's had that fucking that time where they were like trying to get the ticket. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't know. Remember that one time you said that like you were too young and you went to like Third Eye Blind or no, what was it? Oh, um, Smile Empty Soul. Yeah, dude. Yeah, like, I mean when when I lived in Arizona, that's your Detroit Rock City, man. It like, was really cool. You were too young and you got to see a band that you really liked. Like I saw I saw Flyleaf at in that show. I was nineteen. I snuck into a twenty-one and over show. This was in Scottsdale, Arizona, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was nineteen and I snuck into um, into the twenty-one and over show with. Flyleaf with the original singer, Smile Empty That's Smile cool. Empty Soul, yeah. and Cold. And Cold, like, there are not too many people know about that band. They didn't tour for a long time. They put yeah. out Year of the Spider and a couple other albums. Year of the Spider was an amazing album. Um, dude, and they just they were around for a while. They quit touring, but I got to see Cold live. That was pretty rad. I didn't at when I went there. I didn't know who they were. <laughs> I I went there for Smile and Peace Soul. Yeah, that was in two thousand and six. Dude, I I really enjoyed the Smile Empty Soul. I thought they were they wrote a lot of the same like kind of depressing stuff. <laughs> they did, you know. Yeah, that was a downside. I don't know, man. Bottom of the bottle and silhouettes. Yeah, the true. other side, their first album with yeah. the other side, bottom bottle silhouettes. God, um, I love the vocalists, man. I, they're all so good. Yeah. Three-piece band. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun show. Yeah, but, but everybody, yeah. everybody's had that moment. Everybody's had the... I hope so. Trying to just like sneak in a little, do something here, get mm. to see this one thing that like is against all odds to do. Right, or like even just having that, that feeling of like, Man, I I'm freaking getting off work early just to be able to make it to the damn show, like or you Dude, know what yeah. I mean, like I don't know, just having that joy, that rush. Go see shows, man, if you can. If you're if if yeah, you have to. You you can listen to music and you can say you appreciate music, but if you have to go to a big show with people mm-hmm. packed together, sweating, 
to like, it's an experience all in itself. You, right. And it doesn't have to be a huge show. Right. It can be in a little venue, 50 fucking people. But if mm. you're all amped up to see it, man, it makes it such a cool experience. I know a girl at my work, man, she's pretty awesome girl. She freaking like she does plenty of things, but she like is kind of like your average. She kind of looks gothy cool. a little bit. Yeah, yeah very really. cool. Very cool. Like, I don't know. I hate to just generalize like, like, her and stereotype Was it like, like like how the... How she looks like a rocker. She looks like someone that should go to rock shows. And she's like, I've never been to a rock show. And I'm like, what do you... What do you what? Why do the fuck do you even dress like that? Well, Is that what you said? It was... Well, I don't know. Kind, kind of. of. Yeah. But not like I was like judging her for well, not. Of course. Yeah, but I was like... Course. I was almost a, like, you've been oppressed. Like, you've been <laughs> held back from this really cool thing that I know you would love to do. So, just... Fucking, I don't know, man. Look in the paper. Yeah. Look for the show. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Very cool. Nah. Awesome, man. We just have the best. We're also in a city with like. That gets really good bands all the time. The best shows. Uh, you know what I'm excited for this year, dude? Metallica tour. Yeah. Fucking Metallica. They haven't toured the U.S. in like seven years. And uh, they just released fucking their new album, <coughs> double album, which we have on vinyl, which we will be listening to at some point. Dude, on the show. maybe like when we freaking the week that we go to fucking go see Metallica, because we'll go see Metallica together. Oh, yeah. No, it's I. <coughs> they're one of the few bands that are like top three. They're one of my top three favorite bands of, of all time. Oh, I have to. Same thing with Rush. I had to go see Rush. I have to see Metallica. They Metallica is like my number one band. Like that's what got me into anything harder than mm. fucking Weird Al, dude. Yeah, was Metallica. Yeah, I remember, like, just I don't know, kind of being a little bit in awe of you actually like having the music books for the Metallica and you going through and freaking, you know, just like learning the Metallica songs with sheet music when you were yeah, you know, pretty young. High school. Like, that just shows like a good, you know, I don't know, a good drive to actually like, I don't know. You really did idolize Metallica and still do. Dude, I have with every. I have two posters in this room right now and they're not posters. They're actually like fabric banners. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, well, that's <laughs> awesome. Dude, and I love Metallica. It, I don't know, man. They're, they're, they're another band like Kiss. Like they really just stepped apart and did their own thing. They went against the grain of what it took to be mo- mainstream at that time. Mm-hmm. And they did their own thing. And that's what made them famous. Look at Kiss, dude. No one looked like these dudes. <laughs> no one talked like them. No, no one, one sounded like them. No, no one. Wa- <laughs> no, exactly. Right. No one wanted to. And these motherfuckers found a void and they filled it. And that's what, I don't know, man. That's what makes, that's what makes the bands work. We have their vinyls. I have two vinyls in my fucking collection of Kiss. This yeah. and their live album, dude. Yeah. And I don't know. They're, they're good. You know, yeah. even if they have, you know, pretty simple kind of not really mm. in-depth lyrics or yeah, that, or their riffs, you know, maybe, maybe their riffs kind of just repeat and they don't go mm. anywhere and they're more of the power rock thing and they find just one hook and they just hit that hook <laughs> over and over and over. Shout but it, they move. Shout it. Shout it out loud. And they did that for like, you know, the last third of the song yeah it, it, it's it's kind of a signature of early rock 
Yeah. But th- they, you know, I don't know, man. They were doing something that other people weren't doing. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's anybody who's pushing some limit trying to express something that was themselves not following a, not following mm. of a rudimentary line. Right. Well, they did they did easier stuff a little bit too. They yeah. had the popular stuff oh, that no. was kind of easy. And then But it was only popular later. Yeah. When True. they were doing it, yeah, that was like <laughs> it, the last thing on their mind. They were right. tonguing it. They that's were, that's <sighs> what I mean, dude. They were fucking humping on stage and yeah, being rowdy boys, man. Yep, dude. I think, uh, yeah, fucking Guar, man. <laughs> Absolutely, Odor Sarungas, man. That guy died. Unfortunately, unfortunately, 2016 took him. Yeah. A lot of people. Two thousand six. Time is a motherfucker, dude. True. I, it doesn't matter. Time. Stuff ain't so bad. Stuff but, ain't so bad, but, but time, time. That'll fucking kill you. <laughs> time will win. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> yeah. You know, there it goes again. Time just won. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Time. No, time wins, man. Yeah. We, uh. God. We had a pretty. It, I mean, we had first, something crazy this, happened just the other day. This this week, me and me and Jason here had a uh, we t- we saw firsthand what time does. It time what what t- like what time can do how how finite it is. Mm. Um. Yeah, man, we were we were at the gym. We went to the gym. Yeah, we noticed what as was it, we were Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday as we were we were pulling up to the gym, we noticed there was a fire truck uh and well, their lights going. We, the fire truck pulled in to the gym, like we parked uh, on the cross street from the gym. Mm. And we pulled into our spot on the side of the road and like we're still in the car. Our buddy Sean had called at the time we're kind of, and we watched the fire truck pull in and we're like but it like went up the road a ways. Yeah. Oh, huh. And then um, we're sitting there talking and then an ambulance pulls in closer to the gym. Yeah. But I, I don't know at the time I didn't think like where they were parked on the register. road. I didn't think that it was anybody in the gym, mm. but, um, yeah, I don't know. So we went inside and there was a lot of people in the gym on that day, dude. Yeah. That's kind of random too. It had to have been having classes and stuff in the other rooms. Yeah. But I think the treadmill room, the treadmill room, room was packed. Was packed. Mm. And um, I don't know, man. So we just went in, kind of saw a pe- bunch of people standing around, and like at the moment, didn't think anything weird. Like you know, it almost didn't seem like anything was going on. Right. It was like I don't know, maybe something. I don't know. You could tell something was up. Yeah. There was there was a still in the air. There's, I don't know. I don't know. There were a lot of people just standing there. Yeah. I yeah. guess that was weird. Yeah. Looking back. Walking up the stairs, thinking like. Well, before we even went in the not- locker room, before we even went in the locker room. Yeah. You know, we went in the locker room, unlocked lockers, took ourselves off, weighed ourselves, do that thing every like we do every day. and Yeah. Walk back out and go up to look in the treadmill room and everybody's standing there. Mm. And, uh. Fucking the paramedics come in as we're walking up the steps. They see him piling in. Yeah. 
and someone collapsed. Yeah, a bigger gentleman that he's buff. I mean, dude has a great upper body strength. I mean, he's he's in his fifties. Yeah, mid, early fifties, mid fifties, maybe. Early fifties, but still looked like he was. You know, he could definitely do do some work, man. Yeah, I mean, he was there all the time. He was huge. He was like 350 pounds. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, he had a gut on him. Yeah. But it was most of that weight was his fucking upper body. Yeah. A lot his of his chest his. and his neck and his shoulders and uh, his arm. Like, he was big, dude. Yeah. He was, like, he was a big, for like, for real bodybuilder. Yeah. 20 years ago, he was huge. Yeah. Probably didn't have no gut. He was probably just super cut and big boy. Yeah. But I don't know, man. And a happy dude. Yeah. His name is Lance. Yeah. What we. Of what we knew, he was very polite and just cool. Yeah, but we went and, you know, he was, the first day me and Jason went to the gym, he was there. And um, he was always friendly, gave us some advice on a couple things and, you know, just a really friendly guy. And uh, anyway, so we were upstairs and he, I guess he was riding the bike and collapsed, fell off the bike. And uh, when we got in there, they said, yeah, we don't think he has a heartbeat. Yeah. And, but the, yeah. the paramedics were there and they were performing, you know, CPR. And we saw him stick him with a fucking adrenaline. And then start the clock counting two minutes. And then they did two minutes went by and they did the rotation for CPR. And then two minutes went by again. Yeah. And then they hit him with another adrenaline. And some more time went by and they fucking hit him with a defibrillator. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they tried, man. They gave it, they, they gave it the honest effort for sure. Well, you know, I mean, it's, dude, I, it, he was a guy that was the size that, you know, he was just in, in the eighties and nineties when he was getting that big. In because is he you know he's in his fifties now so in the eighties and nineties that's when he was young, nineteen twenty twenty one in that range and that's when he was working to get that big right and, and it, you know he was doing steroids too yeah or just you know possibly being just yeah unhealthy I mean there. I mean that's what you know the most of those guys back in that day were doing Deca and. Uh, and it was just really easy to get. Probably doing and a little smack for fun. Sure, <laughs> no, sure why not, man? Nah, I'm not trying to say no, it's, he it's did not. An, it's not a yeah. negative thing. And and no. if and if he did, dude, that it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. But all I'm saying yeah. is, is the lifestyle it takes to get and maintain that big mm. is hard on, on your, your body. body. Yeah. He could what, have been just really working hard. And, even and, if it was that, heart, that's what know? I mean, dude. Like, yeah. you know, I, I watched him and, and he was lifting a, a constant, you know, 60 or 70 pounds heavier on his left side than his right side because his right, he probably fucked up his shoulder mm-hmm. or something in his arm or tore his bicep or something. But he was in there every day, dude. Yeah. Like, you know, every day we were there, he was there working hard. True. And, you know, I mean. It's just something he loved. And he had a gym rat sweatshirt on he always wore the same uh, sweater the sweat hoodie sweatshirt with his sleeves cut off and right. it was a gym rat sweatshirt dude and that guy was a it was a powerlifting sweatshirt dude it had a, a logo powerlifting logo on the back so that guy had been spent he dude i guarantee he'd spend over half his life in the fucking gym dude dude i think we should fucking get sweatshirts and cut the sleeves off and we should rock shirts like that for Lance. Is, is that crazy? Dude, no, it's not, man, because you know what? We were in there 
he was there on our first day in the gym and we were there on his last day in the gym, dude. And like when it was all said and done and they were picking him up and you know, they were just carting his body out of the fucking. <laughs> yeah. Basically like, you know, we had that moment where we looked at each other and it's like, man, to, to lift or not to lift. Lance would have wanted us to live. That's what you and said. Yeah, I think so, man. And, and I honestly I think I believe right. that he would. And have. you know, you know, like, man, a guy. I can, you know, I don't know. Didn't know his last name. Never learned yeah. it. Yeah. Never learned. Don't know anything. about his family. Don't know who was waiting for him to come home, or if not. And like, yeah, right. That's one of the weird things about death, man. Is uh-huh. is you you have people. You know, you. I don't want to say take for granted, but mm. you just they're there. You you come into a thing and you learn a new routine. That somebody's a part of your routine, dude. Right, right. And you know, Lance was a part of our routine as little as it was. Oh, dude! It Every was, single person in that gym that's there, like that regular atmosphere. It, it's it, so important. Like you walk, just for you your know, mentality. walking into the gym and seeing somebody who's there putting in work too. And they're not like this above average fucking Hulk bodybuild. They're just there to maintain what they want to maintain. Right. And he probably looks at us and yeah. probably kind of got the same feeling. Like he dude. smiled at us every time. Right. Like, every He's day. Like those squint, skinny little white bros are back. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't they're know. fucking scrawny right now. But one day those guys are going to be huge. I see it. Right. I am, I, you know, he didn't have a New York accent, but he no. looked like a guy who would have one. He, dude, he, he, had, he had an attitude. Yeah, he did. He he was a fucking but a good one, a gruff <laughs> guy. I mean, he was like a, he was like your, you know, mm. epitome of a biker, old big biker he, guy. He kind of did put off that awesome, like fucking cool, like biker yeah. vibe. Yeah, I had some tats. You know, he had mm. some older tattoos. They were old and they faded by now, and you know they weren't fresh, but they had older tattoos on his arms, and you know yeah. he was a big dude and. Yeah, goatee, little kind of like short shaved mohawk, nothing too extravagant, but it was a mohawk nonetheless. And it's gonna be kind of like, it's not weird. I don't know. Yeah, it's not weird that he like. It's not weird to me that he passed away, but it's kind of weird now that he isn't gonna be there. (laughs) You know, no, just because it's the ambiance of like, man. But also, like (laughs) you know, I I have to imagine really that like. You know, it's so hard. Like, you have things that I, I think is a part of human nature that you want to appeal to. You know, you want to think that, you, like, he, he, he thinks he lived a happy life. Like, in, in yeah. you know, you know, I, I he was there doing what he loved to do, dude. He died doing what he loved. Right. And that's why, I, yeah, that's why I wanted to lift that day. Yeah. Just, you know what I mean? Like, like we're pushing a little harder for, like, for him. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he knows we're doing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude's on a truck. Yeah. But you know, it's keeping a memory of someone. Right. Exactly. It is. It's in their honor. It's in respect yeah. out of like yeah. just their character. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It makes me feel good like just having I don't know, we got to have that experience actually. As weird as that sounds. Well, I mean, like, no, I, I completely agree. I thought about that as well that mm-hmm. night after we got home and we had told not, the girls. and Not the loss, but just the actual me and you, growing Me and you got to sit there together in something we do and a, a bond we had built and struggle over the same thing together. Yeah. You know, we were right next to each other and watched one of our buddies die. Right. And right. 
you know, as, as this gym thing is our little world, man. It I is. Mean, it's, we it's, have a great time doing it too. It's, it's our world outside of our, our normal world, world <laughs> dude. It's yeah, but I don't know, man. It was healthy. It was awesome. It was, it, man. It, he was cool. It, it, it's got, it's caused it's for good. some very good reflection mm-hmm. in our lives. Yeah. Late, I mean, just in the last two days, you know, I've, I've looked at things a little differently. Thought about stuff a little more intensely. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> I think I we all man. have. Um, But it's good, man. Well, what do you think, dude? Do you want to... uh? fire off song number two i know we're like i i don't know i don't think i don't i, I think this i don't have a problem talking about death i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to bore our listeners well and i hope that they're not like you know if you recently had someone pass away in your life well you, you know, just did jason yeah, i i did actually or like and like family yeah, member yeah not just my grandma recently she passed away you know and and i learned a lot about myself when that happened too and actually that gave me a lot of like i don't know man it was kind of, again, I don't know. It's hard to say healthy, but then again, you just think so much. I don't know. I like never place so much value. I don't know. You always value what's there more after it's gone. Maybe I yeah. And that's that's kind of the hindsight's twenty twenty. That's, that's, that's why the that fault of it. There. That's the fault of it. Absolutely. And, but I think it's making my relationships that I have now, and the potential that I could have. I see it. And I'm like, man, I have so much to learn from people that are older than me. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. so. Yeah. And, you know, even if we don't share the exact same mindset, it's still like, I want to know because they lived, you know. They've seen shit you haven't yet. And there's no. Oh, yeah, man. There's no getting around that fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, differences of opinion or not, there's always something to learn from every person, dude. everybody has a different story to tell dude even if i mean look at you and your sister you guys grew up in the same house Uh, me and my brother we grew up in the same house pick any two kids they have a different story to tell and they grew up in the same house with the same parents and they'll tell the story different true (laughs) like you always have something good to learn dude and i Mm. i i don't know man i agree you 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 put it pretty good like it's it's caused a need a want to look at that kind of stuff, right? And it's made me value older people's opinion a little bit more than I would. Not saying that I never, I don't know. I always, I really thought I respected my elders quite a bit, actually. Right. And that's probably why I have the opinions and the values that I do now. We're gonna have a cheers well, to Lance it, real it, quick. Yeah. And to anybody, your grandma, right. anybody who's fallen, right. Cheers to them, man. Cheers to the healthy life. They they hope we hope they lived. Mm-hmm. You know, most definitely. Hope they passed feeling fulfilled in their life. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, my my grandma had some powerful words when she passed, and I and I, I she yeah, was we'll a, toast she to that. Was actually, a, you she tell was it. A, she was a beautiful soul. You tell that. So yeah. I will. We'll toast to that. And um one of the last things that she was saying, you know, she knew what was happening to her body and it was shutting down. And, you know, she just kept reminding everybody that she loved everybody the same. And that, you know, I love you all the same. And that was her thing. We have a lot of family. Yeah. We have a lot of different types of people in our family. And it was just really nice and reassuring that like, you know, that that was her big, you know, her slogan. 
That she is. didn't want to play favorites or she didn't want to, you know, make it seem like, you know, she just wanted everybody to know that like, hey, <laughs> I love you all the same. You told me that when you got back from your yeah. trip to your grandma it's and what like sticks, man. And like it put me I mean, it brought tears to my eyes, dude. And I actually I don't I don't know if I've ever met that your grandma. Mm, I don't mm. I don't know if I ever had or not. Mm. But this I've heard stories. Yeah. And hearing that from someone as grand as grand, <laughs> as grandiose as your grandma. Yeah. Um, I love you all the same. Mm. Is that is an endearing message of kindness due to it. It it doesn't that's that's one of those things where it doesn't matter what your worldview is. Mm-hmm. It right. it sticks to you in the bones, dude. Right. That and that's I want to cheers to that. I'll cheers to that. And too, brother. because everybody out there listening to this right now, I can I'm assured that I'm speaking for Jason as well when I say I love you all the same. Right. Um, uh, yeah. We very true. You know, we're humanists. We believe that we're all one. Mm. We're all equal. Right. There's no. No one's better than anybody else. No. You know. And as long as you're, you know. Loving humanity and doing if if you are if you do detestable things, that alters the view. But you have to have done something to dis- like. If you're just a person, you deserve love to equal to any other person, dude. Yeah, it you know, there's always going to be an outlier. There's always going to be a case to go against that. But if uh-huh. people just deserved loved. Mm. And people just deserve kindness to each other. Being good to each other. And it's a good thing. All, Pass the it same, around. But 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 the same mm. is the most important part. You're because, right. Because You're you right. can you can say no yeah, be, you can say be kind to everybody, and you just show five percent kindness to everybody, and ninety-five percent kindness to this few group of people. No. Yeah. No. The, every, you you divide you have, you have a hundred people each get one percent. Right. You know, a thousand people each get point one percent. Mm. You understand? It's equal. Yeah. I love everybody the same. Mm. That's the most important part of that. Yeah, the love is great. It's great. Well, but and the, the lady had so much, so much love to give, man. I mean, do it. Hey, answer that. Go for I? it. Please. Okay. We're, we're gonna, gonna cheers. We're gonna cheers. And, and then my che- wife is calling. Hey, honey, what's up? We're actually pot. We're podcasting right now. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I called during that. It's okay. It's actually kind of awesome. You're like, you're on air right now. Oh, am I? You are. This is my wife, well, everyone. Hello, everybody. Her name's Jada. Jada Smith. And <laughs> this she's is the am- most brilliant thing she's ever. She's an amazing human. We're, you're the first guest on our podcast, honey. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. I'm so glad I called right now. <laughs> Me too. I'm so glad that you did too. Um, well, as far as food goes, um, I think I'm good. I think I'm okay. You can worry about yourself. And uh, I love you, and I can't wait to see you. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds good. Hey, J- I will, hey Jada. Aaron, Aaron has one question for you. Okay. Sum up work in five words. Oh, sum up. Sum up work in five words. Yes. Uh, 
extremely overpopulated and underpaid. <laughs> that was more than five. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> but it's for, okay. we'll work with it. That's great. No, that's perfect. <laughs> you were on the spot. <laughs> awesome. Well, it was good. Nice talking to you lovely people. I'm going to get off here. Okay, sweetheart. See you soon. All right. Well, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. That was wonderful, dude. Very cool. I knew that was going to happen. I was waiting for it. That's perfectly okay. Yeah, that was good. (laughs) Yeah, she's a waitress. She works really hard. I'm sure she'll tell you all about it sometime. We'll have the ladies on here. They they will be. They're still shy. Right. They They they, don't know. They want to prep. They don't know how (laughs) they feel about this whole internet radio podcasting thing we got going here. It's, uh, you know. We I enjoy having the spot, the voice. I enjoy being able to just at least talk about, you know, I'm not trying to feel entitled. I just want to say what I have to say and feel like I'm causing any difference in the world at all. And I don't know if they quite are comfortable with that for, <laughs> for their voices. They might. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? It's fun to analyze, though, because, like, man. Yeah, it is. I don't know. Uh, Beth, <laughs> Beth listened to one. She listened to... Most of one. <laughs> See, my wife's like, you know what, honey? I listen to you talk a lot. And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I like, hey, but do. at least I'm talking about stuff that, like, you know, is, uh, I don't know, not normal stuff, not, I guess. Not yeah. dailies, you know? Y- y- everyone talks about just random crap when they're yeah. you know, around their Your normal dailies, other. of course. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of fun talking about other stuff yeah other stuff speaking of other stuff song number two yeah let's take a number two let's take a number two (laughs) that was lovely thank you for that jason oh you know hey i got we're working on new stuff yeah we're getting effects for you (gasps) it's gonna happen here we go Kiss coming at you oh so sweetly. Beth, I hear you calling, but I can't come home right now. Me and the boys are playing, and we just can't find the sound. Just a few more hours, and I'll be
That's really nice, man. Yeah. He's pretty. Yeah. This song is actually about. Have you ever actually heard a little bit of backstory about that? I have no fucking clue. So this is actually pretty awesome. I do know though that the song is the only song on this album sang by Peter Chris, the drummer. That's what's so awesome. So Peter Chris wrote the lyrics for this song, and he used to be in a band called Chelsea. <laughs> really? <laughs> right? Chelsea. So. I guess Chelsea, their band practices used to always get broken up by this girl named Becky. <gasps> okay. So this song is like a play on words when they got Kiss going, or like a joke, like because Becky used to break up their band. She was a Yoko. <laughs> you know gotcha, what I mean? Gotcha. So Becky was this Yoko. And so, <laughs> Perfect. So they, they just, so that's why Peter. They fucking, named her Beth. Yeah, and that's why Peter sings the song. That's because funny. <laughs> <laughs> he like, it's a play, like, it's kind of like, um, ah, fuck you, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Becky. <laughs> yeah, but Beth. Beth. Oh, <laughs> uh, Beth. Breaking yeah. up band practices. That's so funny. <laughs> but I loved it. That's really good. When you know, just because the lyrics start off and it's like, you know, I can't come home, <laughs> you know, and he's all because <laughs> we have away with the boys playing. You yeah, know, it's so funny. It is because I've been there and I've right. said the exact words to a lady named Beth before. Right, Aaron's significant other. That's so funny. <laughs> it just reminded me of me and you when we first started playing music together. <laughs> like, yeah, the boys are out playing. <laughs> Agreed. So funny. Dude, speaking of the gym. Hey, pumps. Do you know what's been annoying me lately? Motherfuckers on the phones, bro. Oh, in the gym? In the gym, motherfuckers on their phones. Right. Like, (laughs) there's bros on the bench fucking bench pressing or doing some lifts or something like that. And instead of, like, watching his bro and, like, egging him on and, you know, not egging him on, but, like, Yo, go do it, you know, spotting him and whatever. Encouragement. He's just like leaning on the other bars, just right. texting, scrolling through fucking Facebook. I can see guys swiping left and right <laughs> in the gym. Right. Like they'll like, dude, they'll get done with a set right, of, of bicep curls or some tricep pushes or something like that. They'll get done with a set and immediately phones out of their pocket and they're looking at the phone. Dude, instant satisfaction, man. They That's, can't get it out is, of their muscles, so that they is need it from they're like are they kidding themselves and thinking they're really concentrating and putting in work? It's a because dopamine drip, be, man. Yeah, but it's not the serotonin that you need. Oh, of course. I know, but, like, but they just I know, but and, and me too. I mean everybody that really like Yeah, but when I'm in the gym but but, but yeah, the gym. We, but when we get to the gym, we focus on exactly Body. what we're there for and Body lifting and, 
and and we look at ourselves in the mirror and make eye contact and we look at each other and make eye contact and we fucking get yep. pumped up and we breathe hard and, mm-hmm. and we get done with the set and then I watch you lift and you get done with the set and you watch me lift and right. we don't we don't just look at our phone we right. don't check out this other thing mm. like we're there for a reason we're focused right you know dude you got so many awesome veins on your head dude on my head how could i look at my phone when i got a story on your forehead (laughs) (laughs) i was like yeah Uh, you've got a beautiful melon you you can see it because it's there's no hair on it it's awesome and i'm just like dude that's all the work (laughs) it is all the work making big veins your brains (laughs) no (laughs) get it just i massage Ah, it thoughts (laughs) thoughts Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're going to incorporate some... No, but anyway, dude, back to that. I just... Yeah. Dude, people need to focus. And I think that's... It's it's a representation of kind of what's wronger with the bigger picture of the world. Yeah. Like, they, they're there. They're there to do mm. work. Mm. And they do, but only to get the work done, and then they have to take themselves away from the fact they're there to do work. Yeah. Like, right. I don't know if they're it's trying like to separate release. Yeah. But like, it's like, they can't just be themselves. They're just working. There has to be a little play involved too. They're, they can't, you know, dedication. I think it's a problem. Like as far as I think people have a problem, like when they're not lifting and they need a sec to break, like they just like, people don't know how to interact with each other anymore. So they're just like, I need my phone. So I don't have to like look people in the eye. Oh yeah. I, I really think that's what it is. Dude, Cause I, there's I, a lot of people uh, in the gym and it's like, the, I like it actually. I look cause at, I'm like all these fucking people want to do shit with themselves. I, I look that's at awesome. most people, dude. Yeah. Like I'll be looking around and if I'm sitting a break and a guy's pumping hard, I'll watch him and then he'll get done. I'll be like, not. And I'm like, good push, bro. Right. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Most people actually are just like totally cool. Some people look away. Yeah, some people are like, but that's I don't know, man. That's who I am. Whatever. I know. I'm not gonna like freaking. I'm not going up. I'm not. I'm not gonna turtle shell, but I'm not going up and just like talking to everybody either. Yeah. But I'm letting it know that like, yeah, I'm here and you are here, and we're acknowledging that each other are here. Right. I think other. I think in a gym, if you're just kind of like being a little meek and looking down, I don't know. That's no way to fucking be a man and pump. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like. Dude, I, I almost you gotta look a man in the eye and be like, hell yeah, like the shake dad, hands and be big and the dad you know. and the sons. Yeah, I almost wish that they we'd interact with them a little bit, maybe. Right, right. They seem See like they're, they're there just from. to do some good work, dude. That's cool. You know what I mean? I'm like, always happy that you know a father son are in there together. Yeah, like, it kind of is actually like really encouraging for like I've only seen I hope the, other people like it's always I've the never dad seen, and the younger kid. Yeah. The young like there's two brothers. One the other one's like taller and has like a little blonde Jufro. Yeah. And um the younger kid has like the darker haired Jufro. Right. The but, younger kid's been getting like more and more into it. Dude, I watch I've 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 seen his efforts and like his uh-huh. activity levels. He was running in between yeah. freaking working out a little bit. Like yeah, it's was really watching. nice seeing a young The older kid son like that. the older son's like totally vain. He's kinda got a bad attitude. He's got a horrible attitude. Look at my fucking Yeah. Tit tit I I caught him watching us the other day when we were in there and we were working out. I caught him mm-hmm. looking at us there and like not that we're anything. Yeah. But he was right. like he like he, he was, was putting peacocking. On, he was putting on heavy weight and like Oh, look how much I can push here. Oh, he's peacocking. He was totally, and he's like 17, dude. Which is, yeah, you can peacock at 17. <laughs> Don't think you're going to get <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, right? It's kind of funny. 
We're like, we got the old man juice on you, bro. <laughs> and not that we're even that old, but we're, no. you know, we're that old. Well, yeah, I know, right? We're the right. We're the right. We're ripe. Yeah. We're plum pickings. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I, I just see people like that, and they're doing good work, and like they're there to do some work. And then you see other guys. And what pisses me off is some of the guys I see watching are like pretty big. Yeah. Like, you know, they probably had to put in some good work to get there. Yeah. And then they just like, I want to text. Right. Facts. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Yeah. Well, they need to, yeah, they need to reevaluate why they're there. I mean, I guess everyone has goals, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're coasting. I just like once I get to a goal. Coasting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I get, one, get it. Once yeah. I get to a spot, I am kind of. I'm more prone to find another goal. Like me and you, dude, we're like in shape now. And I'm just like, shit, dude, I want to freaking get better. I want to try to run a half marathon. Yeah, that's that's insane. Like I have a man, I ran freaking 10K and I did it in like really like a good amount of time, like short amount. Yep. And so and I love running. I mean, but I don't know. I think for me, that milestone would be I don't know. But I also love pumping and getting big, so it's kind of like a um, yeah. Those are a take. fine. Those are a give and take. That, it's funny that you have the they're two very, extremes. They're very extreme. The and opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That being the long distance runner body right. type, and then a bodybuilder type. Like right. they, they don't they're, they they don't oh, work no, together. No. Well, see, bodybuilding. I don't know. You can. I don't know. You can keep. I'm I'm so far from being bodybuilder type, you know. Oh no! Oh, of yeah. course, of so course, of I course. definitely have the but lean the, the runner body. But for it's now. it's the it's the endurance mm. type of muscle building True. versus the f- the reflex type of muscle right. building. And but normally the guys who push the quick <coughs> are have fast twitch reflex type muscles, mm. and they're explosive. Right, and they can't run that long. Right. And oh, then I'd be able to do both. <laughs> yeah. See, that's, I mean, there, yeah. you know, we'll see. you can, there are people out there um, who are like, I mean, like, look at Usain Bolt, dude, mm. fast as fuck. And he can run some pretty long distance races and some sprints and he's pretty buff. And you have those body types and then you have other guys who are like, the long, slim Ethiopian runners who do the 26-mile runs. Yeah, yeah. That's the 50-mile runs. Yeah. See, I'm not trying to, like, break records at going fast, so. No, no, I know, like, I know. But but the body a, uh, the body type that it takes to run 26 miles. Yeah, that's insane. Is not someone who has high, fast, explosive muscle fiber. <laughs> yeah, that's that, kind know, of extreme. To do both is mm-hmm. really hard work. Right. It, people do it. Yeah, people do it. People get done deadlifting five hundred pounds and then go run twenty miles. Like people do it, but mm-hmm. that's a whole another world. I don't know. Yeah, good slowly. on you. Get it right. I think. But I can, you can I run a half run. marathon. You do thirteen miles. I think I can do it. I think you could. I think I could. I did six pretty good, pretty quick. But like, like I said, I'm not worried about quick. I'm kind of worried. Or not worried actually. I'm more or less like. I don't know. Just staying just running the, the whole time. It's 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 in your brain, dude. And that's really what I want to do. Is I've never tested myself and pushed myself till I couldn't run. 
and that's what I want to do. Gotcha. I, I want to not be able so, to move. <laughs> so like, you remind me of not, this. Not in like a, you know, in a negative trying to hurt myself way, but in like a, like, I don't know, in a pursuit of, you know, pushing myself as far as I can because I really like running. But I also really like lifting and feeling good. So I don't know. Just fitness is freaking awesome. So bring it on. Absolutely, dude. Um, you remind me of this guy that I'm actually looking for real quick. Right now we're uh, passing back and forth a bottle of uh, Sauvignon Blanc Dark Horse. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's all right. Jada said it was a little bitter for her liking, so. I think it's pretty the bo- sweet. The boy has got to finish it off, I guess. <laughs> so there's this guy named Cam Haynes. Cameron Haynes. And he's mm-hmm. a bow hunter fitness guy. He's pretty fucking he he he's a bow hunting athlete. He trains intensely. Um he he's wants to become the everyday predator. He's a pretty nice. He's a pretty gnarly guy. He has his own show on the outdoor channel, hunting show, meat eater. He has a podcast. Anyway, this motherfucker just ran a the Bigfoot two hundred. Two hundred miles. He ran 200 miles in 72 hours. Damn. He ran 200 miles in 72 hours. Yeah. Let that sink in. That's a lot of work. Dude, that's so, like, he so, didn't sleep or what? I mean, is no, there he, any story no, about he, it yet? Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> There's no. not a book made about it no, or no, a movie No, yet? no, no, this, <laughs> this is a Bigfoot 200. This is an annual race. They do it every uh, year. Uh, it's uh, a 200-mile race. They do it every year. Yeah. He just participated in it this year. But he's he's just, an, I've heard him on the Joe Rogan podcast a bunch of times, um, and he's just a pretty phenomenal athlete inspirational like guy it, anybody that can do Cameron that. Haynes look up this dude dude follow him on Twitter he's just a really cool guy um, he's buff as fuck but he lost 30 pounds he starved himself because he knew he'd done a couple hundred mile run for mm. <laughs> a couple hundred mile yeah, runs. that's nuts just to um, say he, <sighs> his slogan is keep hammering keep hammering it's pretty cool but anyway he'd uh Nope, that's something's playing. I gotta stop that. That was weird. I didn't mean <laughs> to do that. Anyways, um, he was walking around like one ninety five, two hundred pounds, yeah, something like that. And he knew that he was too heavy to run two hundred miles for his knees. Yeah. So he he basically starved himself and got himself down to one hundred and sixty five pounds. Yeah. And he went from you to me. Yeah. yeah. And didn't change height. No, <laughs> exactly. <Holy crap>. Did, exactly. <laughs> That's kind of intense. A- and um and he did that just so he could run the two hundred and now he's putting back on weight again. But he wanted to see if he could do it. That was it. Yeah. That's the I, shit. I want to run two hundred miles. Dude. Yeah. That's fucking goals. I'm not saying I want oh, to run two hundred. I know. He, yeah, yeah I, I know. Fuck that. I don't want to run five. <laughs> right. Give me a mile run. I'll run a mile. Oh, you kick a mile's ass. I'll, yeah. I won't do any more than that. Yeah, that's fine. I don't need to. No, you don't. Most predators, <laughs> most people, I'll run. A I'll run a mile. They won't keep up. No. <laughs> not that's a lot I mean. of people run more than a mile. That's what I mean. In any 
Yeah, man. Dude, think about freaking even in elementary school. <laughs> think about all the freaking gym kids. Not even girls. Even the dudes sometimes would be like, oh, my God, we got to run a mile. I got to yep. go 24 laps around the freaking inside of a little teeny thing. It's like, oh, my God, you guys. Get, you, get your ass with your running shoes. Lace that shit and get on a track. Dude, there was a time in middle school, mm-hmm. early high school, when I really took running a mile serious and I wanted to get fast. Oh yeah, dude! I br- in in eighth grade, I ran a five minute and fifty four second mile. In eighth grade, I was I I wanted to beat a six minute mile in eighth grade, and I did. And that's the fact. I have never ran a fucking faster mile since. And I was a, I was fourteen, thirteen, thirteen, dude. Gonna run, gonna run, fucking run. Oh yeah, Corey Fowler was a fast fucker. Yeah, he was. He was always so fast. We. He was the one who made me want to be a fast runner, right? Because we, we grew up together. Everyone had, yeah, everyone had. He that was, kind he of. was, dude. He was fast. I remember when we were in middle school, wrestling for SMS. Me and Corey were wrestling. We and I would go over. He ran his, like a duck. He, remember? Oh yeah. He of course he ran. Yeah, he ran like a, I remember. <laughs> his fucking head waddle and his shoulders. <laughs> but and he was fast as he hell, was fast dude. as fuck. Well, no one ran like him. Well, the thing was that. Like when we were in middle school, I used to go over to his house every Friday after school because we'd have wrestling meets on Saturday mornings and his mm. dad would drive me and Corey to wrestling meets. Um, you know, go to Nkiski, go to Seward, go to Homer, wherever we were going, we'd, uh, you know. Heck yeah. Even if it was just a Kenai. Um, but so I spent, me and Corey, dude, we spent so much time together in like, late elementary school, middle school, early high school. Uh Um, But he had this fucking four-wheeler, and it would do like 21 miles an hour, (coughs) something like that. (laughs) And right underpinning it, it would go like 18, 19 miles an hour, and we used to clock Corey with that fucker. And me and him would be out there running, and he would fucking get off the fucking four-wheeler and just start running as fast as he could and I would have to almost pin the four-wheeler to keep up with him and now either the speedometer was off <laughs> right or he was running like 17 18 miles an hour in middle school yeah that fucker was quick dude <laughs> he was just but dude he was Corey was so strong yeah in middle school he like he chopped wood all uh, year. He's a working man. He is. Since he was a he's fucking, a fucking working man, dude. Yeah. Yeah. For he's real always working. Been working. Yep. <laughs> That's Just good a tough, shit. tough little son of a bitch. He was the one right. who tested me at toughness in my early childhood. Wrestling with him. <laughs> him and Joel were the two my two right. tests of how tough Missed I was. Guy. Yep. Love you, Joel. I know, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, dude, going be, back, going back in big, March. Uh-huh. I get That'd to see cool. his big fucking face. Give him hug, kisses. That'd be cool. I'm, lo- I'm can't wait. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, it'll be, be awesome. interesting, man. There's, there's not too many. Uh, I don't know. It'll I'll be interesting I'll be, trip. Maybe it'll be an interesting trip. I'll post who you know. Post I'm coming back. Let some people know. Maybe, maybe some people <laughs> back home listen to this and they'll hear I'm coming back. Or, but it'll right. be interesting, man, to see, you know. How many people reach out? Right. Learned a lot about uh, a lot about friendship in the 
<laughs> in the last month. <laughs> well, in the last three years since moving here, dude. Yeah, true. It is true. In the last three years since learned a lot about like perspectives. Yeah, from people just because the only thing that we've been able to see from a lot of these people that we've known fairly well is Facebook. Right. You know, so we're seeing all these articles that all these people are posting. I don't know. People that we would have liked to have thought were, you know, awesome, loving, open-minded individuals. Sometimes it's, I don't know, sometimes it's a little scary, actually, how much I personally, I don't know, I almost feel like I was misled in a sense. Maybe a little bit. Like, man, I thought something completely different. Oh, my God. Yeah, no shit. I don't know. Even people on the daily that you wouldn't think hold these views are just kind of, it's kind of despicable. It's a bummer that not everybody can see things. I don't know. As Dude, even if you see people things. People just don't like things being fair anymore. Or, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. My thing is, it's not, dude, it is, it almost seems like it's a primary part of human evolution that I think some people truly miss out on. To be able to hold two opposing views at one time. Mm. And think about them. Not agree with both. Because that creates dissonance and that just fucks with your brain. But I'm saying to be able to entertain two opposing ideas. I think one way. But I can entertain the other side to my idea. And I can think about why they think that way. Mm. Really try to do some mental exercises and some thought experiments Mm. to... Try and get an opposing view of my side. You know, I want to be as, um, as open as I can. Right. And I think it's necessary for people to be able, excuse me, everybody. It's necessary for people to be able to entertain two ideas at the same time. Right. Not believe them both, but Mm. entertain them to find out which one's a better idea. Right. Instead of jumping to a conclusion or or Perform- being stubborn <laughs> or, 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 you know, looking for confirmation bias. Yeah. A looking, lot of people looking, have an idea already in their head and then they're coming up with a conclusion to like reaffirm what they already like. No, even though it could be wrong. Or you think that something happens away. So you have like you think that something happens a certain way. You have a bunch of evidence in front of you. So you pick out only the evidence that's crucial to your that, stance. That will affirm your mm-hmm. stance. Mm-hmm. Not some and like you won't even look at the evidence that's neutral to either stance. True. Like cuz that that just doesn't help your cause. So you will only look for the evidence that is af- mm. you know affirms what your stance. Right. That's unhealthy. It is. Yeah. It's, you know, it's confirmation bias. It's sometimes circular thinking and um no, it's it's something that it's sad to see, you know, some people that we know not, you know, falling prey to that. And it's easy to. It's easy to fall prey to that and and want to think away and want to lo- only look at the stuff that makes you feel good, dude. Yeah, true. I don't know. It is. It is much easier to look at everything <laughs> through the eyes that, you know. Are the easiest know. to look at it through. Right. 
I don't know. Glad. I'm glad. I feel like I don't know. The the ones there's that less it, of a veil if you're open. There's to less of a veil, and the other, ones like others, and the ones that are there, you are the true friends, dude. The it it it, it weeds out the sometimes the people that you might not need in your life. You know, acquaintances that you maybe thought you knew that you grew up with that that were somebody that uh, you know at a time in your your childhood. You yeah. thought was a crucial need, and then you realize later in life that that need that was filled at that time isn't something that you need filled now. Right? Yeah. I mean, I've had even in the last freaking like six months. I mean, I've visited, seen people, and just been like completely. Ah, man. It, yeah. It bums. It bums you out. Kind of. It's part of growing up, though. Right? It is part of growing up. It's because yeah. we sit here and we might talk like we're old men, but we're still fucking children. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we still got like plenty of life to live. And then we still got plenty more disappointments in front of us. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. But more, for, but, I'm excited for some of the disappointments. man. Oh, dude, that's how we grow. Man, if we wouldn't have had, you know, just our own destruction of numerous different things. I don't know. We wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be. I don't know. If you're happy, you never, like, get agitated. You never break your shell. You never freaking go out of your way to make something better for yourself. Yeah. You're you're just complacent. I don't know. Um, it's good. Stress. Stress is a... Mm. Not, I'm not talking about negative stress. I'm not talking worry about bills mm. and worrying about the, those stupid things that are kind Pumps. of... Fa- <laughs> Pumps. Pumps. You know the facades of our our culture. I'm talking about stress, as in like, like we talked about before, where we might have been meant to run from prey or run from predators, dude. Right. Um, we might need to endure some fucking harsh climates for a while. Right. Hiding Those from the prey. <laughs> hiding from the Seriously. predators. Hiding oh. from the predators. Oh yeah, yeah we yeah. are the Obviously, prey. Yes. <laughs> um, we, you know, those stresses. Mm transverse to thought as well you know the if you're only just thinking the easy things and you're 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 just sticking to a mindset mm. you don't get your brain doesn't get challenged a lot and it doesn't it doesn't stress out you out to have to maybe confront something you didn't want to have to think about yeah true yeah and that's it a lot of people just put it in the back. It's easier to not think sometimes. Right. right. But sometimes mm. you have to actually do more work to suppress those thoughts than just think about them, get them over with, True. come to resolution. Sometimes I actually, I don't know, I listen to a lot of music. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes, you know, it's like a complacent thing that I don't have to think about anything because I've listened to the music before. And then there's also okay. sometimes where I'm listening to like brand new albums too. You know what I mean? Like it's always, you know, a give and a take. But then again, like being a vocalist, I really like to practice things that I know because, you know, then I can actually hold myself to a standard. And, you know, obviously I listen to vocalists that are, you know, good. better than me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're yeah, awesome. He's really good. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my God. 
fanboy. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> of course. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Everyone needs that, though. Everyone needs an idol or something to freaking look up to, listen to. There, I, I agree to a point. I, I think I do think that you should have something to compare yourself to to strive towards yeah you know uh, something above you in in a skill set or something to make you want to be like true but i also can see how trying to hold yourself to that like there needs to be something you want to strive towards yeah an but you goal, uh, but i but i think there needs to also be a that the bar you want to strive towards should not be a the same bar that you first set for yourself. You yeah. need to set a lower bar for yourself first than the actual bar you want to strive towards so you feel like you can succeed. Like you're getting somewhere. If you bit. set <laughs> too high of a bar, you will never get there. The, the, the people who want to look like Barbie, the, the you know, uh, late girls who do get plastic surgery and want to look like Barbie or uh, or guys who get fucking bicep injections and butt injections and, yeah. you know, want to be <laughs> like fucking Arnold or or, you know, whatever it is. The, right. They, there's a physical facade that they want to fulfill that they think they need to look like or they need to be like this person they need to think or act like this person i think if you can set a sm- a low you know incrementally build up man yeah set attainable goals see i s- i love that i i mean i even write lists throughout my day you know agreed what I, mean? I saw you take a little drink of the shoulder so i want some oh, yeah we Cheers. still got a we still got monkey shoulder yep we went and bought a second bottle because it's might do i don't know we'll see we might switch up but this maybe we'll see we we love our uh, Henry McKinnon, mm. but yeah, we've been we've been the good old Hank. That. Yeah, we kind of strayed away from that a little bit, but it might be about time to roll roll back into Maybe. some Hank. But Monkey Shoulders got our got our back. <laughs> <laughs> I want sh- to I want to show you something real quick. Oh yeah, Jason. We have a <laughs> keyboard hooked up. Gonna give. We're we were talking about today. We're thinking about coming up with an intro for the podcast. We don't know if we should just be introing with the album every week, or if we should come up with an actual intro to lead in the show and then start the album. We don't know. We had. We don't know. We were so we were messing around before we actually started recording this. I had my bass up, and he was just doing. We were doing effects and doing things and seeing if we could come up with a. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. That's like magic. Scratch for me. Or the easy button. Scratch Um, for me. Oh, nope. Next one up. That's the one. Yeah. Wicka, wicka what? Um, Um, This guy. Hey, Jason, look for this for a second. Big screen. Big screen. Damn. Hold on. Cameron Haynes. Cameron Haynes. Here's Here's a cool one. Fuck yeah. Hardcore dude. Dude, bow hunter. He looks like a bro. I know. He looks he's, like he's a, a bro. buddy. He's a buddy with Joe Rogan. He teaches Damn. Joe Rogan how to so hunt. So if I fucking run two hundred miles, do I get to chill with bow guy? I th- if yeah, if you if you if you just even if you're going to start training for one, look at him. That's when he got skinny. Yeah, I could tell. He 
friggin' looking hunting elk, but look at the size of that fucking elk he got, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't need muscles to shoot an elk. And he's <laughs> and he's a straight bow hunter, dude. He's not gun. Oh, there he is. He's, That's legit, dude. He's glassing. Bows are sick. I bet you he freaking like calls him over. Sound, like I got my dying. You know what that sound I was? got my dying quail. You know, you know what my sound was? <laughs> yeah, no, no, that cat, that cat video. Oh, I was thinking. Was it that crazy cat? I was thinking of a tauntaun. Oh, from Star Wars. Like the freaking like stand like, up on its back. Yeah, that like, that fucking Han Solo sliced sli- open to keep, to keep lukewarm to keep lukewarm. Oh yeah. <laughs> right? Is that it? Am I thinking wrong? I think you're right. I think you know you're right. <laughs> and you're just saying that to be modest. <laughs> <laughs> of course it was. Dude, I could be completely wrong, but it sounds really good. Lift, run, shoot. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Dude, he's yeah, dude, he's go. he's he's kind of an impressive man. Nice. Cameron Haynes. Good work, brother. Um yeah, Keep I don't know. I think we should tweet this podcast at him. Hey, at Cameron Haynes, we talk about you for a second. We think your man meat is great. <laughs> 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 like at man meat. No. At man meat. No. Hashtag man meat. Oh, no, hashtag no. man meat. We don't know. Hashtag I heart. No. Hashtag heart fart. Hashtag man meat. <laughs> I heart. Hashtag eight percent. I hashtag. Yeah. I don't know. No, that's it's good. All over. <laughs> um. Very cool. I have an idea. Yeah. Song number three. Oh, cool. Yeah, let's play the next one. This was the second. This was the second single. Off of you guys know what it is. (laughs) They might know what it is. It's coming. That's what she said. This is it. I love the intro. I know, it's so good. This is how... It's another Kiss song playing. chase scene in a sense you know because it like pans back and forth
Gene Simmons, man. Hell yeah. Dude, we got to get a, a fan from uh, Detroit. <laughs> I know a couple people over in Detroit. Let's do it. Rob Zink. Oh, yeah. Let's get him in there. He's an awesome band, or he was in a band called The Means. Then he was in another band too. Actually, he's lead singer in another he was, band. He was in a band with you. Oh uh, yeah, I was talking about recently. <laughs> okay. But yeah. The lava lamp, such a good idea. <laughs> Millennium. It's weird to hear just drums and solo. <laughs> well, that's the next song. Uh. <laughs> Detroit Rock City. Oh, yeah. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Detroit Rock City. That's so good. Heck yeah, dude. Talk about a freaking sweet just party song. Got the fucking cars revving engines and rocking and shit. That's a That's a car song. That's a muscle car song. Man, we should have checked out the video. I bet you anything, and they got some sick You're freaking right. cars it's, on it's that video. It probably is pretty good. Uh-huh. Yep. But you know what? We just snagged this vinyl right out of our collection. We're like, you know what? We're going to freaking, yeah, this is it. <laughs> this it is. is the one. Yeah. Nah, I couldn't pick anything else. I uh, I actually recently got a, a vinyl. It's the one you've been looking Dude, for. Dude, I've been looking for this vinyl for, well, 
ever since you got a record player, I guess. So, you know, over a really. year now. Yeah, mm-hmm. over a year. Um, Tarkio Road by Brewer and Shipley. Mm-hmm. Freaking That's yeah, one of dude. the coolest songs of all time. Yeah. It just brings me back. Like when you think of, I don't know, if you're anything like me, when you think of vinyl, you know, you have that nostalgic, you smell it, dude. You like, you freaking. You, the first time you, you heard the crackle. Right. And how it was. <laughs> how that crackle cracked. <laughs> Where it's you so were. so cool. The anticipation, man. Like How your balls felt. <laughs> dude, everything. <laughs> but yeah, man. Freaking A. Something about listening to freaking One Toke Over the Line, man. God, Such a cool song. It is so you good. Know, we listened to it the night you got it. Of course. It was so cool. We went to a vinyl resting place in St. John's. Um, dude, I love that store. And I love that sweet old lady that works there, dude. She is. She's a beautiful soul. <laughs> she <laughs> she really so is. Cool. She is. She's passionate she about is her so, job. Man. She is so hip <laughs> to <True>. the jive. <laughs> she is the cat's bananas and the bee's knees. She for yeah. for all of it forever. She has some awesome stories, man. She should freaking get on the dang podcast. Dude. If we could Wouldn't have that be fun. <sighs> The amount talk vinyls, the she amount talk of forever. vinyl and records that she, I don't oh, know, man. The amount of vinyl she smelled. We've picked up, we've picked up a, f- a quite a few vinyl a grip, now. A grip. Of Not vinyls. only did we get the Brewer Shipley album, we got a Deep Purple, fucking mm-hmm. Perfect Strangers. That's going to oh. be an album that comes on this podcast. And <laughs> it's so exciting. And we picked up Hemispheres by Rush. Ah, new Rush album. Dude, Hemispheres, that's one of the ones in the rows that you got, man. Yeah. That's the next one. I know. In the list of ones. I'm, I'm getting them. That was so coming. fun. It's so amazing that, like, I don't know, man. We uh, Flipping, dude. So just the experience that we had leading up to me snagging the album that yes. I've always freaking wanted. Do it. Like, man, I don't know. We've had a string of kind of crazy weather. We've me and Aaron and Beth have been like going out and having beers together, like kind of actually like Well, in all fairness, time. you, Beth and Jada Oh, we started went it. out and had the first set of beers right? together. And now we're finishing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now me, you and Beth have gone out, you know, twice a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was good. Nah, it was awesome. It's perfect. But yeah, man. But uh we freaking had a couple beers at McMinimins. Um, you know, just a cool local pub. We had a freaking what was it? Sub subalternate? What was it called? Oh, the, the IPA? The beer. Yeah. Um, it was sub something. Sub It was good. Whatever uh, it was. Yeah, I got yeah, sub we just, free. Sub um I don't know something. I can't remember. It was a really yeah. good IPA. Yeah, it was good. IPA. It was up on the higher end. It was like an above eighty IBU. Mm-hmm. Um, really good. <laughs> we had a good time. Oh no, there. no. I'm sorry. Um, IBU. That's alcohol percentage. No, no. IBU is the oh, hop right. count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like eighty, eighty-five IBU. Mm-hmm. Pretty bitter beer, but it was good. It was. I think so. It was good. I yeah, like the. Hops. I like my IBUs. Yep. Yeah, we had a good time, but we were just cruising on home. You know, we're St. John's freaking locals, man. Cruising. And we were just like, oh, crap. I was like, oh, man, vinyl shops, lights are on. So it was kind of random. But then again, it you know, that's how it always is when we, we go. We just swung in. 
That's what happens when you find the vinyl. There was only one other guy in there, and uh, he asked what the guy that was in there asked about Led Zeppelin Mm -hmm. album, and he didn't really know much about Led Zeppelin. He just was like in there trying to like. He was in there to get an album to hear Led Zeppelin for the first time. It sounded like from what it sounded. And or maybe for a family member. I don't know. I didn't hear the conversation. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure what, but I know he was very new to Led Zeppelin. And so she put on um, the album In the Outdoor, which I have. And actually, I bought In the Outdoor from the Vinyl Resting Place. So we walked walked in (laughs) there, and she's playing the album I bought from them to another customer who then, in turn, he bought that album. But it was, so cool. it was it was pretty cool. I walked in there, but yeah, and then, dude, you found right, <laughs> dude. How like you went to that's mu- a lot. You went to of, Music Millennium. I went to I went which to was shops huge. Yeah, I went to shops three times the size of Vinyl Resting Place, and I've went to like probably four or five actually. Just looking for you know, just because as soon as I'm in like a new area after I get done with like having yeah. a, li- a bite to eat or something right. after me and Jada like have a new like. We do it on date day. That's, you know, absolutely. It's also vinyl day. Yeah. It's like our guilty pleasure, too. I don't know. It's kind of Dude, a new thing. That's and, exactly what you and Beth Me and Beth too. have vinyl day. Yeah. We picked that up kind of from you guys, I it, think. Oh, <laughs> I think we, it's so cool to I share we, vinyls with each other. I think we picked it up from each other. <laughs> I th- you know, I think I think we picked True. it up from our nature as just mm. music lovers, man. But True. We have, a, we have a very cool medium to listen to music through. Mm. Um. And I don't know, man. It's it's infectious. Going there, flipping, fl- standing there, flipping through record after record after record Dude. after record after record, <sighs> looking down the fucking aisles for just endless amounts of vinyl. F- those big heavy stacks, flipping the next one back and next uh, one back, and like, dude, I there's weight to it. it. It's not fucking scrolling through Spotify. It's not uh, looking through simple iTunes. Click and it's done easy. No, <laughs> it, dude, there's weight to it. Yeah, like. The album art. You pull them out of the jacket, dude. You smell it's as heavy it. as the music. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it does it justice. Um, the live sound, dude. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on the spot. I have to pee, Jason. What ups? Yeah, man. Freaking vinyl resting place, man. When you walk in, it just looks like this tiny, little. You know, it's surrounded by other, you know, little businesses like an antique shop and. Uh, across the street or very close is like signal pizza and stuff so it's got that freaking pretty cool portland hipster vibe to it that whole i mean that's what makes st john's st john's it's just all the people um but yeah all the stuff (laughs) it was almost getting lonely without you but luckily aaron you know Normally you have such a the bathroom's not that far away. Dude, I'm just I'm just impressed with it that this is now our fourth podcast. Yeah. I've had to get up and pee every podcast. Usually mm. I time it perfectly so it's in the middle of a song. Right, right. <laughs> but you uh, have a bladder of a champion, dude. My friend. I actually I'm lucky, dude. I don't I like you're just a you, I'm you lucky, have a dude. bladder you have I a, drink like a crazy man I do all kinds of crazy shit with my body I and I speaking, I'm cool and well I mean I don't know I get hung over I get sick like everybody else but actually I don't get sick very much either I don't know but yeah, yeah. 
I just, yeah. I, I get, know. I get really excited. You have it's like a bladder of a champion. Who that ooh, I get, monkey I shoulder? I get excited Woo! and I, you know, it just, I don't know. I fester. I don't know. That's a horrible thing to say. Fester is a bad word to say when you're talking about needing to take a pee. <laughs> <laughs> like my body just soaks in all the give, pee. Give us a punch. Oh, yeah. Oh. Can you do that? Oh, f- no, I think you got to... Which one is it? <laughs> this is oh, so amazing. <laughs> no. Give me a punch. Oh, we got to change kit here. That guy is lut night. Okay, so so the the fester sound. Give us a fester. That's it. That's the one right there. This guy is pooping. (laughs) Okay, he can fester. He gets down in there. <laughs> this is so fun. I know. Um, I'm sorry, dude. Guys. You know what's amazing? <laughs> no, you, know you know what's really great? Um, it is great. I, you got me really inspired lately. Cool. That you were. That's fu- awesome. That you were, like, you just came. Aaron, guess what I'm doing? Guess what I'm doing? I'm listening to fucking astrology. Yeah, man. Astrology 101 or 1000. Yeah, I don't know. 1101. Astrology 1101 from Ohio State University, actually. Dude, and like. Richard, Richard Pogue is the name of the. He's an astronomer. Yeah. And he's well and, fucking and accredited. I actually, yeah, no, uh, Richard Pogue. So after you had said that, I did some looking in. And I had heard he's been on a podcast I listened to called Star Talk, which is hosted by Neil deGrasse Tyson, who's a fucking. Astronomer, my favorite astronomer, Neil Tyson's fucking yeah. awesome, dude. I love and his talk, dude. He's how he's, he says his shit is he so cool. Is, man. He is the best. Him and Bill Nye are the best science communicators that we've ever seen. Mm. Carl Sagan was up there, um, but dude, yeah. Anyway, so he's been on that podcast before, and been it's it's pretty amazing dude i've so i'd heard of him without knowing that i've heard of him yeah but yeah dude it's amazing i love the fact that like i love space dude it's space i don't know i don't really know actually what necessarily just like start me off wanting to do it but i've just kind of been feeling lately like man i could be doing more i could be learning more nice (laughs) the space Space Chronicles. chronicles neil degrasse tyson no, it's awesome, man. Um, yeah, I just felt I needed to start again, like processing more information, man. I'm comfortable in my job. There you go. I'm, you know, I'm more, I'm, yeah, I know what I know here, you know, like with my work Absolutely. and shit, like, and I can work and do all that shit, but it's all just busy work. I'm not, you know, making, exercising my brain. So I just, you know, I've been doing little things here and there to try to sharpen up my skills and things that I know that I learned as a kid but I want to you know just really remember and think of it through my adult brain now you know right absolutely so, um, reinterpret if, if um exactly man because you know you can think of it through that I don't know isolated I'm in a high school mindset you know but if you don't rehash that shit you learned way back in the day like well one it just becomes you know mindless useless knowledge like yeah. we thought it would when we were teenagers but really you know it should yeah, like it should be we should think about it, <laughs> dude. We day. should. It's we important. should. All it, of it. 
it, should, all of it. it is important for humans at all times to actually be able to think about and interpret the 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 actual reality of our existence right man. i love it like look at the so bigger picture well you're talking about the bigger picture uh the biggest picture <laughs> this is taken by the hubble that uh, we're looking uh. at here and this is part of um our milky way galaxy this is the eagle nebula and do you would, would you mind give me a little more monkey shoulder Nice. But, dude, this... Of course, brother. And what's amazing is, so, all of those dots, mm. that, and I know you know this, but I'm just yeah, saying of course. this to say it. Yeah, for... You know, so, all everyone. of those dots mm-hmm. are galaxies. Mm-hmm. Not solar systems. Right. Galaxies. Not stars. No, no. Those are whole galaxies. Yeah, those are fucking that it. that that all of all of those little dots in between. Mm. I'm gonna zoom in now. All of those. All the little. everything we see. Uh. Those are all galaxies. Each one of those dots has an estimated ten to a hundred billion stars mm. between 10 and 100 billion that's in each one of, of those dots <laughs> that's a lot of fun and that's look at all look at all and and the hubble is the hubble telescope God, this is a picture so cool i know this is a picture from the hubble and it's on the hubble's only taken able to take a picture of point zero 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 five percent of observable space at a time. Yeah. So the image that it focuses on is less than a thousandth of one percent. Oh yeah. Of, of of observable space. Yeah. Yeah. And then you look at things like this. Maybe we'll uh, we could put these up on page two. Yeah, there's a couple of photos. We want to start sharing some of these. I'll yeah. keep these up. Yeah, and as things go, we're gonna you know post links and stuff as we get. So more. So you guys can see uh, the things yeah. we see. We're, we're trying get to get more audio savvy a little bit too. We'll have uh, actual quotes from our famous uh, uh, favorite astronomers and stuff, and you know we'll have more things. Amazing, <laughs> news, dude. Just this. This is the shit. This is the stuff. That makes me happy. The pillars. This is the pillars of creation. These are clumps of heavy gas. In. Out. In the universe. This is in our galaxy. And these are the pillars of creation. And this is where stars are formed. That then get shot out. And just fucking. Like. (laughs) Start. I don't know man. Start a new man. The f- some of this stuff, this is a crab nebula. That's awesome. You know what that looks like, though? It looks like fucking coral. It looks like a coral reef, dude. It even looks like Doesn't that. Doesn't it? Pic- that picture that looks like if, it's underwater. If, if you, that's outer space. Yeah. No, I know. That's, I know. That looks like it's freaking off the coast of freaking Hawaii. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? No, like, it absolutely does. That's the does. big island right there, man. It absolutely does. <laughs> that's if, so cool. Dude, it's... That's wild. Yeah, looks like coral. I know. And then you zoom out, and you're like, "Oh, oh, it's space." 
<laughs> Look at this one still loading. There's so much information in this picture. And and it's amazing. So you look at that and you think like, oh, that's like a some like hard shit. But that's gas. Yeah. And from there to there is half of a light year long. Those are massive. Wow. Though, are no, I've definitely seen them before. But uh, you know, our, you see them, but you you know, I never knew that they were actually that big. Our, <laughs> you know? our but solar system, they have to be that big if yeah. you're looking at a telescope that far away and only finding a thousandth of the fucking frame, or you know what I mean. And then our and that's how big they'd yeah, be. Our solar system would fit in there, like easily. Like our solar system, <laughs> like that would envelop us and right. what we are. And it just looks like a blob of gas. Yeah. I don't know. It looks man. like something off the labyrinth, man. It looks like something they'd be like walking through the valley. <laughs> I agree. I love how I'm just like, I don't know. I'm not downplaying it by any no, means. No, no. It, no, it, it is mythical. Like you look at this and you go, hmm. Ma- like we can't, we can't comprehend it. You can't make that shit we up. We can't. Well, we can't make it up, but we also <laughs> can't like it. We can look at pictures of this and realize that like this is out in space. Mm. But knowing that that's a light year that you're looking at right there, and like a light year, dude, it's it's unfathomable. Actually, kind of. It it, it is. You can it's, think about it all day long, but you'll never know it because you're only never, gonna live a hundred years. <laughs> You're well, dead before, dude. It's you know, it's amazing. Like know, you can think it your whole life. Like still. you just look through this, and this is just this is what like all of this gas clumps together, and that's what stars are born from. Mm. That's it. But then a light year's worth of gas long, yeah. You you bet it probably make a bright ass Shh. fucking star. <laughs> like look at all that, just all of this right here. Uh, even that frame alone, yeah. That's nuts. Dude, that's where we came from. Mm-hmm. What, like, literally the elements that make me and you up Our right now mm-hmm. was formed in something like this billions and billions and billions and billions of years ago, dude. Yeah, and we're just, yeah, part of the process. It's insane. It's, dude, it's crazy. Yeah. Fucking There's space, a quite man. There's quite a vast... Quite a vast bit of stuff out there that we haven't. Wow. It's, all right. All time right. and so stuff, my friends. Time and stuff, dude. <laughs> so, hey, give me something. Time. Throw me something right now. Throw me one of the coolest new little things that you've been learning in your astrology courses. Dude. Well, I, I don't know. I'll just actually talk a little bit about it. Yeah, like do where it, it. Please. Where it, uh, so, if you have an iPhone, go to iTunes U, which is like iTunes University. And it has a whole bunch of online the courses. The letter U. Yeah, the yeah, letter just U. letter U. And, uh, and you can and look at freaking Ohio State University and go to Astro- Astronomy 1101 and check it out, man, because it is really, really great. Awesome stuff. Um, yeah, it starts at the very, very beginning of time when people started making assumptions about space, looking up at the sky, not having any idea... Um, he goes into actual the thought processes of early humans and you know what I loved most 
is as an adult and now having the math skills that I do like and looking at the actual geometry and seeing how they could make these assumptions. Um, yeah, like they had to wait. That's what I also enjoy about it, too, is just thinking about like they were passionate enough about it that they knew that, oh, man, they had these theories that there was going to be an eclipse or not. And this is how they made their predictions was actually going outside at the right time and really at like, the right time, not only right time of day, uh, but the right time uh, of, of the year. year. <laughs> yeah. So and and it's funny because when it's easy for us when we look at an eclipse and we see like a multiple exposure photograph and we get to see like the eclipse the, moving across yeah the fucking and we get to see that our, our the earth half, shadow moving across the moon right and we get to see that half you know and it clearly it looks like our earth is circular but yeah for early astronomers and everything that was a huge deal when they made that when it was like oh well it would be straight if it right you know at some point in our movement across this the moon Right. The shadow on the moon is flat. It would definitely appear if it was flat with just a bubble over it, like some yep. sort of, because that's when Homer, the earliest of you know people, they thought it was just a flat Earth with like a bubble over the top, right? And yeah, you know, it, and that's what they all we knew the was a, the what, aura ge geocentric, uh, yep. geocentric, geocentric way of looking or, yep. at it. Um, where the earth was the center of everything and all the planets and the sun actually revolved all the Abs way around absolutely. the earth. Yeah. And, you know, and, man, but this, some this of the planets, but some everyone. of, but some of the planets like, right. So in the, in some of the early geocentric theories, mm. Mm. some of the planets were inside the orbit of the sun around us. And then mm. other planets were outside the orbit mm. of the sun. Like, cause, cause the earth was in the middle and everything orbited around us, but some of the planets were closer to us than the sun and some were farther away than the sun. Right. Yes. Yeah. And they were always trying to figure out like, why in the heck is Mercury always right next to us? Right. You know, or why is it always so close to the sun? And, and they thought they did loops in space. They uh, thought they did like weird, mm. like calligraphy, not calligraphy. Um, what do they call that? Stenography where they were, or. Whatever, when you when you can have like, remember when we were kids and you had the little plastic plates with gears and you could take other gears, put your pencil in the holes in the middle and roll them around the fucking edges, uh, and it would make the cool designs that would be like flowery, kind of paisley, but not really whatever they look like. They thought that the um, the planets kind of made a motion like that in space. Right. I'm, I'm trying to look for the actual the name word. of that yeah there's right. a name for it it's, i can't it's it's kind of, it's uh is it a quant i'm thinking a quant a quant yes yep. so they thought that basically the earth was like being off centered from the actual center of the orbit and that is why the seasons kind of happened they didn't think about possibly that the earth was slightly tilted in its yeah. orbit and uh, on our axis yeah tilted on our axis and it's yeah. just kind of i don't know it's really it's 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 beautiful. It, dude, <laughs> Actually, it's, when you think about everyone kind of well, so coming together, there was, I don't know, and the politics of it all, too, because a lot of it, like, went against some, you know, later the, the, time. Dude, the, the teaching time. of the church, what the church uh, wanted people to believe, what they were telling people, like, right. I mean, that's why Galileo was persecuted. That's, you know, we had serious serious things for a while um 
but some of the other history that bums me out too about that kind of stuff is like they I remember when I was a kid learning that when Columbus sailed the oceans, uh-huh. he thought the world was flat. Right. And, and he thought this that, bums me out. Too. So so I so when I could distinctly remember being taught that yeah, Columbus sailed the oceans and he thought the earth was flat and he thought he was going to reach China. Right. And, and the and the West in the Indies. Well, yes. no, no. By that time, they knew the Earth was fucking round already. They did, yeah. And we knew how people. big the Earth was, right, dude? They, like they had already figured out how big the Earth was, uh, and we knew that there was yeah. a long distance between that. Mm, and Christopher Christopher's Columbus fault was well, a couple faults actually. He, he, he was a the, fucker. He thought the Earth was yeah, well. Yeah, raper, pillager, yeah, fucking. But uh, his faults, like as far as science goes, I guess. Okay, okay, there you go. He thought he thought the Earth was smaller than what it really was. Yeah, he yeah, okay, yeah. He he held to what view was it? The patriarchal view of. He went from the very first like estimates G- heliocentric, of how big. right? Once it became a we because they already knew we circled, we weren't the center of the universe anymore. Mm-hmm. The sun was the center. We already mm-hmm. knew that, and we already knew we were around. Yeah. He had that mindset, for sure. Right. right? Um, but, yeah, he went. He just thought that the Earth was smaller than what it was, and he thought that he'd sail around and get to the other side of the continent he was already on. He didn't know that he was going to discover a completely different world. Right. You know, but clearly he really didn't. I mean, it was already had people on it. You know, it's yeah. just, you know. The writer of history, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you survive it, you get to write it however you want. So, the he, to he the winner be, goes the spoils. Whatever he, you know, yep. yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. That's kind of the funny games. Fucking, we have to play with history. Exactly, it's kind of crap, and, actually. And like when you're, and that's 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 to me what's kind of a bummer about history versus math. Like I've always right. been a lover of math because math is math. It's it's absolute. It doesn't change depending on who was there at the time. The math, the numbers aren't different. Anyone could go back, no matter what, and, and redo the, the equation, and it's right. the same. Like that's you know, what I. Yeah. You can't take different samples at a different time of year with different fucking moisture in the air, uh, uh. and you get a different reading. I mean, yeah, there there are sciences to archaeology. There are sciences to geology and sciences to, you know, pale, I mean, paleontology in any any study of the earth and old and old remains. Yeah, there's there's a science to that. Yes, but mm. it's a, it's subjective. I mean, true. There are peer you can still write stuff. it based you can on write evidence. It. Yeah, of course you can. But the evidence is, I mean. When when you have when you're using applied mathematics and physics, and you're making predictions about um, the ellipse of an orbit, right? Or you're making predictions about, um, you know, how <laughs> the the center of gravity between Jupiter and the Sun, right? And in in the orbits around each other, and <laughs> right, and how much they're pulling each other off right. of their orbits. Our tides. You, you know, when you're All making those stuff. predictions, those are concrete. Right. That is the sciences that predict our reality. Mm-hmm. And you can use your phone and touch your finger to the screen of your phone. And because of physics, your finger 
And the heat transferred from your finger creates a circuit with your phone and allows you to touch buttons that aren't actually there. They're displays. Right. But because of flat screen, but it reads it, the heat, it reads the heat from your finger because of fucking physics, the same physics that estimates how big atoms are. So you can have LCD screens. The same physics that predicts our tides. <laughs> Absolutely, my friend. The same, the, th- the same physics that predicts everything, man. So we have engines. So we have combustion. So we know how hard our in- diesel engines would, will, will run without spark. So all of that is the predictions that, you know, we use numbers that we can base off of models. And then we predict what will happen before we build them. We build them and then they match the predictions. That's the beauty of science. Yeah. And then we take those same numbers that we make all these predictions with, everything on earth that we can test over and over and over again, and we take that same physics, and then we apply it to (coughs) stuff thousands of light years ago. Right. Billions of years ago. And we go. That's so great about time and space. And we go, oh, that's how we can say there was a Big Bang. Right, we that's can how actually take in the light and see how much the radio, what the microwave background radiation, what type of yeah, exactly, yeah. and and that's like <laughs> that's we can li- right now we can see three hundred and twenty thousand years after the Big Bang. Right, we can look back that far at the radiation. I don't know how, but I know we can. Mm. I know that we have radio telescopes that can look through radiation. It works. We can make accurate predictions in real time now. We apply that to the past, and we can still make predictions about that and stuff in the future. True. Like, it all works. Right. God. But we can. How much we... Yeah, we probably really know a lot. Dude, but we don't. But we don't. (laughs) Well, you showed it yourself with fucking showing that picture, dude. (laughs) We know we know more. We know more than we've ever ever known. known. Yeah. And we still I'm proud of that. (laughs) Yeah. But we still don't know shit. (laughs) But but the thing is, the 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 beautiful thing for me, the Uh beautiful thingful thing about science and and I'm not using science as like this colloquial thing for Knowledge. I'm st- I'm talking about any field that makes studies, that studies anything. The science of I mean, dude. There's psychology, the ology, philosophy, the ology, everything. Every just the ology. every ology or osophies or the osophies <laughs> or the, the they're all sciences, dude. There's science to music. Okay, I'm talking Definitely. about like, like there's science. Dude, my there's science to art. There's science to our brains and mm. and neural spectroscopy and everything. Why we think the way we think, the way we feel, the way we feel. Why colors look better to us than other colors. Why? I mean, take it all, mm. and that's all science. It's not yeah. like it's just these five people in a room deciding <laughs> what people think. No, you know, it's everybody feeding in on knowing more and succeeding better in gathering knowledge about our reality. Right. And what I love that's beautiful is we will go, yep, we've learned all of this shit, but that stuff over there, we have no fucking clue. We don't we don't know why that is the way it is. And that's not a big deal. No, because we will find out. We're going to get it. (laughs) Well, 
now they're we're they're, curious, man. That's what's so great about humanity. We're, we're gonna try we, to figure. Look it out. how much we've figured out we're already. We're gonna crack the fucking egg, dude. <laughs> right. If we can, we'll get in there. Dude. I know we will. Oh yeah. And and for some people, it's really hard to stop with I don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Some people want that answer. What? How the how the universe begin? The Big Bang. What happened before the Big Bang? I don't know. Well, I do. Yeah. No, you're presupposing something. Mm. It's, you know, I whatever it is, whatever case you're trying to make. If if you get to a point where you I, where you say I don't know, mm. and then you say it has to be this because I don't know, you're making a fallacy. You're creating. You're creating. You're, you're a lie to yourself. <laughs> and you have to, you know, stop with I don't know, and go. I want to find out, and then look. Yes. And once you have an answer that is demonstrably true Mm -hmm. and that you can also falsify, if you come up with an answer that you can then falsify, you say, all right, I have this answer. If this thing happens, then my answer is false. And then you wait for that thing to happen. If the thing that you would, if the thing that would prove your supposition false doesn't happen you're not false i don't know man it's that's a beautiful thing about science man it 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 brings us to so much every the reason we can record this podcast and you guys can listen to what right. we're talking about and our fucking recording te- sound our techno psycho babble i can't fucking wrap my head around dude <laughs> Re- kind of recording what we're just in fucking like you know what i mean like that's ge- something that electricity yeah. electricity is Transferring it's just amazing how clear and but like man, but, we sound like us. These dude, are just fucking wires and fucking. I don't know. The cool thing Obviously, is, is you know, electricity is transferring thoughts from our brains to other people's brains. True. When it gets down to it, like we have our thoughts, uh, they're coming out of our bodies. Right. <laughs> they're getting turned to electricity. Mm. They're going to other people. And what then, I love. Dude, how much electricity is pumping through this room right now? <laughs> we have so many things man. on and powered up and running. And dude, we're fortunate. Give us dudes, a dudes, man. Give us a little beat. And then a rundown. A little fill. Uh. That's it. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh shit, yo. <laughs> we got the I love that man We got the special effects up in here The fact that you made all that happen Is wizardry If we were Thanks, alive bro. If we were alive 300 years oh, ago It would be indistinguishable from magic I know You could press little buttons of stuff And make <laughs> that happen That's what I mean That's the magic noise Just so y'all are aware So, we have a fourth song. And we're stoked for this. Aaron got the phone out, making sure the drop is It's my cat light. Perfect. Oh, yeah. All right. We won't judge. I've been pretty good on my drop so far. Oh, yeah. That That was, you see the little nudge right at the end? Good job, bro. <laughs> this song is Gods of Thunder. 
one they recorded this drum track and then played it backwards to record all of the other stuff too so the drum track you hear right now is actually a backwards track gimmick but I don't know you gotta well this is this is the part of Kiss that's not the mainstream yeah <laughs> but like they getting a little nastier uh-huh. but, but you can also hear the recording quality like all the songs on this album sound a little fucking different yeah true the, the quality of them the mix of them how the much feeling of them yeah, it's all just I don't know. I, I, I would I would like to say it's the seventies, but you hear a Led Zeppelin album from the seventies and it's phenomenal. Yeah, true. And the recording, like yeah, the tracking just is a little off. It's got a fuzz to it. Yeah. It's a little harsh. But listen to that. That's what made parents think about the devil. Right. Weird sounds. What are you listening to? If you spin it backward, you hear the devil speak. Kiss Destroyer, everybody. 
yeah, man. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Man, that was a blast. That was a blast back from the past. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> no, that was great. <laughs> just being weird. It's been, hey, it's been two hours. Holy, what? I, I, we were talking about space. We were talking about fun stuff before that song. <laughs> I want to uh, give us a little fun shit here real quick. Couple things to think about, some Bunch some brain bombs to leave you guys with for the rest of this week. Fun. Um, first, I want you guys to perform a thought experiment with at at some time, and try and comprehend the size of the sun, our little nice star that keeps you know the reason that we have life on the planet um, 10 light years across is that how big it is our sun how big is our fucking sun um i really should know that i know how far away our sun is i know our, i know our sun is 92 92 to 93 million miles away um, what is uh, the distance between us is one fucking one 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 AU one, one astral unit or Which is one really funny because like I don't um, know I think it's funny because it doesn't so the sun know, the sun things. no the sun isn't ten light years that's way too big no the sun the sun's about four hundred and thirty million or four hundred and thirty thousand miles in diameter which is Really big, four hundred and thirty thousand miles Man. in diameter. Though the sun diameter right there, eight hundred and sixty-four. Wait, the radius. Oh, sorry, the radius. <laughs> I was reading the wrong thing. The diameter mm. is eight hundred and sixty-four thousand five hundred and seventy-five point nine miles. They have it measured down to the tenth of a mile. But like we're on, <laughs> we're only seven thousand. So we're the Earth is only seven thousand miles in diameter. <laughs> almost eight thousand wow. miles. The Earth the, <laughs> the sun is like a hundred times bigger than the Earth. Yeah. But so so think about that though. So the sun is a hundred times bigger than the earth, but you look up in the sky. Now don't stare directly at the sun, you guys. I hope none of you people are They're gonna I, <laughs> Don't do it while you're driving either. Oh god, you're fucking already um, in a <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, I hope you're fine. No, we tried. It worked. That's okay. It's totally fine. Um anyways, look at the sun. Don't look right at the sun. But the the sun is 92 million miles away. And it's almost a million miles in diameter across the center of it. It's almost a million miles across. And it's 92 million miles away. So say the earth the sun is a hundredth of the size across as it is away from us. If you, it would take a hundred suns to take up the distance between us and the sun. That's, wow. That's huge. It's huge, dude. Yep. So imagine holding a golf ball at arm's length. Take a golf ball, put it between your fingers, hold it at arm's length. 
roughly about the size of the sun in the sky on a good day. And that's how big and how far away it is. And then try Take making it. your arm 92 million miles long. <laughs> <laughs> that's how big our sun is, guys. Yeah. It's it's huge. Big. Okay? Think about it. Work on it. Just, just try just it. put yourself in perspective. And and also the last thing I want to say that's kind of mathy and physics-y and weird and crazy like Do um, is physics is crazy. Physics is crazy. We've been talking about space. We've been talking about math and some stuff like that. And just um, if you're ever feeling like normal life, the small parts of life are mundane, just remember that physics... The, the the equation to describe how your creamer swirls in your coffee, the math equation, the physics equation to describe that motion of how f- creamer swirls in a coffee is a more complicated equation than it takes to describe how a cloud of gas will form a sun. An accretion disk will form a sun. In fact, we the math for us describing how suns are made is better, is more accurate than the math that we have to describe a model for how coffee creamer swirls in coffee. We still yet today, the best mathematicians on our fucking planet, still cannot create a model that will accurately predict variances in swirl in the temperature of the coffee and the temperature of the creamer and the consistency of the creamer and how thick the coffee is brewed. How many how many lumps of fucking beans yeah. did you put in? Is it a Keurig coffee cup? Is it a, you know, yeah, French a press? A lot is of variance. I mean, all of those variances, will it swirl left hand, right hand? Because unlike a toilet, ladies and gentlemen... The direction your coffee creamer swirls in your coffee does not depend on if you're in the north or south equator. Nope. It, it, it's temperature-based. So, if we can create an equation, an algorithm, that will accurately describe coffee creamer swirl in coffee, we will then have an algorithm that we can actu- accurately map weather predictions. They're the same. Yeah. I don't doubt it. The That's way awesome. clouds swirl, you get atmospheric conditions lining up, you get all these weird temperature and humidity things swirling back and forth, is is the same as coffee creamer being introduced into cold coffee creamer being introduced into hot coffee. And the action and the just the the, the unpredictability of the swirl. All of that is more com- we have less of an idea why it happens the way it happens than stars being born dude so <laughs> if you're ever feeling like your life is mundane just make go coffee. get a coffee get some fucking creamer watch that pour shit. it in the cup and and know that we have no idea how the fuck that happens <laughs> Fake. No idea how the fuck that happens.
<laughs> it just I happens, dude. <laughs> it just, it happens. just fucking happens. <sighs> that was nice, man. Dude, um, good chat. <laughs> yeah, we got some shit covered today. We talked about good stuff. Yeah, man. Listen to a great record. Heck yeah, dude. We love you out there for listening. Thank you much. Um, really in remembrance of Lance. Thank you, buddy. Most for definitely. Whatever. Dude. Um, Jason's grandma. Thank you. Yeah. For um, sure. and for all of you guys, in that note, we love you all the same. For sure, we love you all the same. That's been the fourth journey through time and stuff. Uh, have a good week. <laughs>